Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're doing well. I'm going to talk about some Stephen Greer coming up. Of course, as you may know, he is the director of such documentaries as Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Uh, He did Cirrus. And he also had Unacknowledged. These are the past few documentaries. He had a press conference, and we're going to talk all about that um, coming up. I don't know what to make of it. Is it earth-shattering news, or is it a nothing burger? I bring it to you to help me decide that. I did try out some new coffee since we last spoke, some uh, Blackstone coffee. You may be familiar with this. Um, It's a chain that is new to me here in my area, but they're, they're kind of all over the place. They're in uh, California, Oregon, Idaho, Arizona, Colorado, and now Texas. And I have to tell you, Starbucks, you better look out. I mean, these guys mean business. Um, the cold brew I got was, man, it was nuclear. Maybe I'm a lightweight now because I mainly drink drip coffee at home these days. But uh, their cold brew, I couldn't finish the whole thing. Like I got a medium and I had to put it in the refrigerator and uh, have the the rest the next day because I was, you know how you get that jittery feeling where you're like, if I don't put this down, I'm going to be up till four in the morning. So that voice, I've learned to listen to it over the years. I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to savor this. I'm going to have it again tomorrow. And um, man, it was good. They, they have these. They're not just a coffee shop either. They have these kind of fruity type drinks, but with caffeine infused into them. They're sort of like a uh, a Sonic meets a Starbucks. So I think they're going to do very well for themselves. Looks like they already are, um, but good stuff. If you have it in your area, I highly recommend you try it out. So Stephen Greer, back at it again. He's got a, uh, he did a National Press Club event uh, back in the middle of June. And he was kind of dropping some bombs on the UFO community. Um, He was talking about over 140 documented black ops sites that are connected to extraterrestrial research where they're doing reverse technology. And of course, we've all heard that. Um, But he did have some new information for me. That is, if it's true. I don't know. I kind of treat it with a dose of skepticism on both sides. But uh, he claims that our government has information on 121 UFO crash site retrieval cases with as many as 750 witnesses and we're talking from military, uh, corporate, uh, government sources. And some of this gets, it gets crazy quick because he talks about how Lockheed Martin has these underground bunkers with uh, these vehicles that they have reversed engineered. And I mean, his whole thesis in this press club and, and really some of the other documentaries he's had is that these investigations, these projects and covert missions have, have all been done illegally. And it's people outside the military and it's various 
branches of the government. I mean, there are some people he claims in the military that are involved, but it's not like we can just blanket carte blanche say the government, you know, and the military are covering this up. It's uh, in his mind, it's sort of a, a, a covert group that sometimes belongs to those entities, the government and the uh, military, but they also belong to corporate interest as well. And, and he goes as far as to call this a threat of national security about the alien technology that is being covered up. And we're talking big stuff here, like how to harness quantum entanglement, you know, traveling by folding the fabric of space-time, which, in a, in a nutshell, he's talking about free energy here, which would be revolutionary for the advancement of humans. And the, uh, the bigger threat that he says is not aliens coming to Earth, even though that seems to be happening a lot more these days. But the bigger threat is the technology that they are bringing here, being reverse engineered and rehypothecated by the wrong people. And apparently they have the ability to launch a false flag invasion that would mimic an alien invasion or trigger a world war. And if we go back to history, this is what Eisenhower said to be aware of when he was talking about the military industrial complex. That's Greer's interpretation. He's, that's what, he says that that's what Eisenhower was talking about. But uh, not surprising, he contends that most of the branches of government, as I said before, politicians, um, everybody is totally unaware of this activity, not the least of which is the president. That I can totally believe, you know. Um, it makes sense that the highest levels would have nothing, no, would have no knowledge of this if it is in fact true. After the 1960s, these projects were, were taken out of the executive branch and highly compartmentalized. So not all government or military personnel are hiding something from the American public. It's a small group of well-connected, highly compartmentalized people, systems, which are all over the world. You know, they have no international boundaries and if they have no jurisdiction from the rule of law, they're able to do as they will. So these groups can move in and out of countries without any disclosure or uh, knowledge by the governments that they are that they're going to. And one of the unexpected things I heard him say was that alien life is non-hostile. And I think this is where some of the ufologists take issue with Dr. Greer. Um, because there are many people, as I've kind of discussed on this show before, um, that view abductions and alien visitations uh, as not all positive. But, you know, no matter where you stand on that, I think it's, Interesting, when he talks about this small group of people using alien technologies, and in that vein, he, he draws a difference between the, there's two different types of UAPs out there. I guess that's the, 
new nomenclature for UFOs, right? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. He puts them in two categories. You know, number one is extraterrestrial vehicles, or what I would have formerly referred to as a UFO. Um, the second, though, is man-made. These are electro propulsion vehicles. They're able to kind of bend the laws of physics as we know them. The acronym he uses for those are ARVs. The extraterrestrial group is non-hostile, according to Greer. They're non-hostile to the Earth, humanity, but they are concerned about human hostility and weapon systems. And this is the part where when I'm listening to the video, I start to kind of nod along, you know, because I feel like I know this part already, but it's nice to hear someone else that believes it too. Extraterrestrial technology has been reverse engineered by humans and they have made breakthroughs in energy and propulsion. Um, there's a secret organization that has been running these projects without any legal or constitutional oversight. And basically, we have a concerted group of people, of these greedy people with powerful alien technology that lack the intelligence. I'm not saying they're stupid or anything, obviously quite the contrary, but they, they lack the sort of uh, mindful intelligence to use this properly. And they're basically just exploiting it at the cost of our safety. I feel like the aliens that are coming here and exposing us to this technology have never seen Star Trek. You'd think they would have checked that out by now, but there's something called the Prime Directive that uh, you know states that you cannot give primitive cultures technology they are not ready for. In case you're not a, a Trek nerd, it, it never goes well. If you haven't seen any of these episodes, you know, anytime that you hand a new technology to a civilization or a culture that isn't ready for it, it goes sideways real quick. But when we're talking about free energy, I mean, that is a technology that could change everything. It's hard to even imagine. You know, we would have no oil, gas, or energy companies. They'd all be obsolete. Uh, there'd be no fossil fuels. Pollution would be very much a thing of the past. But what do they do with the technology? Do they do that? Do they try to solve the world? No. They actually shoot down extraterrestrial vehicles. And I'm, I'm th sitting here thinking, when I hear Dr. Greer talk about how the government is like going for joyrides in these ARVs, like, you know, some 16-year-old with the keys to a Lamborghini, and they're shooting down other extraterrestrials, real extraterrestrials, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, that might be the mothership ready to take me back. We'll never know, because these crazy people are riding it around like it's, it's uh, some kind of... Uh, recreational vehicle, you know? But Dr. Greer is making recommendations to the White House and Congress that we prosecute and require the powers that be to disclose this information. That's, that's the whole point of this press conference that he had. And, and he has some very bold demands for the government. He wants full disclosure of all the information. 
He wants them to hand over the technologies to the patent office. And one of the most interesting parts of this video is the speakers that he has. There's ex-military members, um, firsthand stories with encounters of these man-made ARVs and who are ordered and coerced into not speaking about these encounters. They're just kind of like wrong place, wrong time. And their stories are harrowing. Um, it's, I mean, if they're true, it's, it's disturbing on many levels. Their careers are often ruined. Um, some of them have exposure to the technology with adverse effects, causing like highly neurological uh, types of disorders. Um, people have died because they knew of the information. They lost, uh, you know, everything in their life. And some of them even go as far as to suggest that this is how some human trafficking is taking place, is by the use of these ARVs, because they can travel so fast without any noise or sonic boom that it, they can go undetected and it can just explain a lot but also it could sound a little conspiratorial so i'm gonna lean on you for this what do you think is this a big nothing burger i mean recommendations to the white house and to congress i'm not sure that's gonna fly especially the level of power that he's talking about that these people have I'm going to drop a link to that video in the show notes. Check it out. Let me know what you think. The Coffee Buzz Podcast at gmail.com is where you can find me. I also have some playlists listed in the show notes. And uh, next up on the episode, next episode, we're going to talk about this new meditation technique. It's not new. It's new to me. But I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Join me for that one. Well, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you next week.